Hi, this is Adina, here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, podcast show of Courage to be Curious. This entire year of 2020 is dedicated to exploring and asking productively curious questions. Honestly, there is no simpler or better tool to facilitate positive change in our lives, relationships, and in our workplaces than learning to ask and answer more productively curious questions. So let's dive right in to today's question and today's full episode. I'm excited to be here today on Wonder Your Way to Brilliant with Lauren Weinberg, a colleague and friend of mine who also runs a business called Lasting Change Wellness. And welcome, Lauren. Glad to have you here. It's such a pleasure to sit here with you, Adina. (laughs) And Lauren and I are coming together for this podcast because we've been doing a lot of noodling and thinking together. Lauren works with people who are typically feeling this sense of overwhelm and looking to find their peace and their calm in that, how to move from states of of overwhelm. And I work similarly in the leadership space and with individuals who are really seeking to understand themselves and their world better, understand how they're having impact in the world. And so we've come together on some mutual um, ideas, but today we really want to come together and talk about the condition that we've noticed that many of our clients are feeling, right, Lauren? Mm Mm-hmm. This is super phrase that you came up with that I love that I think provides the perfect imagery for what many people are experiencing. So share that with us because it was awesome. The fact that we are, I think with everything going on, starting with the pandemic that we all experienced and thinking that was the biggest crisis that we can imagine. And suddenly we are overwhelmed with the social injustice, which is even a a more ongoing, deeper pandemic that we have been living with silently all this time. I was just um, creating parallels in my mind to uh, the fact that they are both invisible Mm. and yet both so impactful. Um, And it was making a lot of my clients, it was making me, um, you and I talked about this, that often feeling like we are storm-tossed ships in the ocean. Uh, being whipped around by the weather and just looking for a place, a port to find in the storm, a place to anchor. All right. And I love that because this, I I picture myself out there in the middle of the sea too. And it's a really scary place, Mm -hmm. right? When a storm picks up and you're out there and you suddenly realize how enormous the ocean is. And I think in this space, it certainly has bubbled up how enormous, you know, both these things that are invisible that you talked about, like these invisible pandemics, and also these forces that are so much bigger. The pandemic as a force of nature in terms of this virus, how powerful it is, something that's beyond us really um, in many ways. And then the injustices that have been around so long of such an enormity that really do parallel that enormity of an, an ocean at the time of a storm. Right, feeling like a tiny speck in the dark right? You can imagine it as a picture in the dark with the waves coming up high over you. And that's, it's these waves of uncertainty and waves that I think people have been talking about waves of sadness and waves of anxiety um, over the things that they feel they would love to be able to change and might not have control over or the way it's been affecting their own life. Like the pandemic that started, you know, with COVID 
whether they're having financial ramifications or just not being able to see people the way they want to. And just feeling like those big waves that keep overwhelming a ship. Right. And I was thinking the other thing that gets impacted too is that, you know, I think back in the days when you were on a ship and you were using the stars, right, mm-hmm. to help you navigate and figure out where to go. But in a storm, you don't have those and you can't see them, right? And that's certainly how I felt a lot. Like all these things that were supposed to help be identifiers as to where I was going and what I should be doing just started to feel completely obscured. Right. And the things that were your usual touch points maybe being able to get together with people, um, being able to, you know, go out in the world, being able to engage with your work the way you want to, all those touch points that we normally have might have been wiped away. So, you know, as we've been talking about this, Lauren, you know, I think we've been, you know, how we've been working with clients, like how we've been working with people to try to help them figure out how to be here. You created this beautiful imagery. We're looking for a port or at least a really sturdy anchor that we can throw down somewhere. So Mm -hmm. at least know that there's something solid somewhere and it's not so easy to find externally right now. And so I'm curious, you know, some of the ways that you've been using to work with clients to try to lead them toward that place and maybe even what you're doing for yourself. So before all of this happened, I'm, I was working with, I am working with people who feel overwhelmed in their life anyway, busy, busy women who have important careers and families and volunteer work and lives that are important to them to lead. And there's so much that they um, are wanting to be engaged in and yet feel like they're just getting by by the skin of their teeth. So that was happening anyway. And then you, you know, layer this on top of it. And it's that sense of, um, of feeling out of control that I try to help people get on top of in, you know, any time that I work with somebody. And I try to help them think about, much like you do, asking powerful questions to help them arrive at the answers that work for them. What is it you can control? If something is feeling so overwhelming to you, what are the points that you can anchor? I love the imagery that you picked up on. I mean, that that idea of throwing an anchor down and having that strong tether. What's going to tether you against the storm? And helping people try to identify that. Maybe, you know, narrow it down to what's truly important to them. You can't control everything. So what can you control? What are those few things that you do have agency over. When you just said a moment ago that you asked them about what's really important to them, what really matters. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking to myself that on the one hand, that can be a big question, right? And we don't always know. And on the other hand, I thought to myself, sometimes when the world feels so big and there's so much instability or things that feel out of our control going on, it almost helps us to focus in and hone in more acutely on what is important. Because when things kind of feel okay or manageable, we can get very dispersed, right? Mm -hmm. And we might get off and get involved in lots of things and all of that. But suddenly 
when there's not a lot of leeway in terms of our emotional energy reserves and our mental energy reserves, it forces us to really, really hone in. And I am I'm curious and I'm wondering if that's what's happening, but I feel like that is partly where the anger comes from. You know, what is the most important thing here? What is what really matters? And it almost becomes much more of an imperative to identify that now. Absolutely. And I think that before we were in such what feels like crisis, we had almost the luxury of paying attention to all these little details and trying to make sure that, you know, that you're showing up in every corner of the world to be some people, the best and the brightest, the biggest, the shiniest object that they personally can be, whether it's, you know, for your children at school, whether it's at work, um, if it's to, you know, someone in the gym, like just in, they were, there was a luxury to almost pay too much attention to everything. But I think going through a crisis, what bubbles up is what's truly important. You know, when it's time to hunker down and, you know, shutter, shutter yourself from the, um, you know, the monsters that are hiding outside. You're going to want to make sure you have what's important with you. What is that? It's family. Um, you know, it's it, you're the essential part of your work. Whatever is, is most essential to you, I think really does bubble to the top. And it's an opportunity to define your values to define your vision for yourself and how you want to live your life. You know, everything sort of gets, all the junk gets pulled away and you are left with the essential structure that you can really build your life around. And one of the things that I've noticed when the protests first started on May 26th, Prior to that, we'd been sheltering in place, or many mm -hmm. people had, right? Mm -hmm. And we were afraid to go out. And then suddenly, thousands of people said, that's secondary right now. I'm going to put on my mask, and I'm going to get out there because that's the most important thing right now. And I was really struck by that. Like, as nervous and as scared, as protective as many of those people were the day before. Yep. That life changed in a moment and they suddenly said that is even less important than my being here. And something became crystal clear to many of those people. And it's not like most of them were out without masks. They were with masks, totally conscious of the fact that we're also in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. But what was most important just shifted in a really significant way. And they now said, I need to be here. Well, and wasn't that amazing that you might think that you have your values in line or you know what's most important, but then you are confronted with something that makes you stop and say, wait a minute, is this, the, is this more important for me? How do I want to show up in this moment? And it really helps to clarify, you know, you have these moments in your life. This is one of them that helps to clarify where you stand on certain things. Right. And, you know, I realize I'm catching myself. I'm saying they, and you've been out at protests and, you know, I know that we have somebody particularly vulnerable, so we haven't been doing as much of that, but that you're inclusive in this, you know, making this choice and saying, we're going to go out there because this really matters. And we're going to go out there and, you know, take that stand. And 
you know, this idea of really honing in on what matters, I think is critical because that is how we find those guiding stars. Mm -hmm. And especially when that storm is kicking around and it's harder to see, you know, we do need to know where to turn. And um, one of the things I know that is a tool that I use, I just wanted to share this was, I had a week where I was feeling completely tossed around. It was the first week of the protests and the violence was happening, the protests on top of the pandemic and my taking in way more news than I typically do. And, you know, just um, really, really, as most of the country was, and or many of the listeners were feeling the intensity of it. And I felt like my ship was just all over the place. I had no idea what it felt like it was about to capsize, right? Mm -hmm. And I was completely feeling that. And I shared in a conversation last night that first I tried to make lists. You know, I tried to use that as my anchor. If I could just list some things I could <laughs> get done, like would that help me feel grounded? And it didn't work at all. For me, actually, in fact, it made me feel worse because I couldn't get anything on there done. I was just so scattered. Mm -hmm. But then I turned to one of the tools, which is the tool that this podcast is all about. You know, it's about asking those courageously curious questions. Yeah. And um, it was interesting. There were two questions. First is somebody sort of prompted me to say, you know, what is your essence and what are you about? And part, a big piece of my essence is about being, you know, shining a sense of light, you know, and helping to kind of the way that a lighthouse shines light so people can see through the fog. And so the first question I asked myself, you know, if my true essence is to shine that light to provide some guidance, what would I be choosing to do? And it was a beautiful question and it led me for a couple of days and in thinking about how I would write and communicate about this. And then it felt insufficient. Mm -hmm. And I felt like there is another question because that's not enough, right? It, it felt to me like it's not sufficient in this moment to just be that light, but there was something about being courageous, yeah. which is also important. And I added the second question said, you know, if being courageous is truly important to me, a big piece of my part of my essence, what would I do? And that's when I started taking on leading conversations and writing things that make me, made me way more uncomfortable, totally out of my comfort zone. You know, this fear about saying it wrong, getting it wrong, not being the right person to do it and things like that and saying, but I can't, I can't go the other way of just staying silent because that feels safe mm -hmm. because somebody who's courageous doesn't choose safety over putting yourself imperfectly out there. Right. And it's, you and I talked about this a little bit, that it's not, it's not about perfection. And this is something I try to work with my clients all the time. A phrase that I use is not perfect, but a little better every day. And if you're wanting to show up courageously, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to have heart. And it's that ability to, to connect with your heart, to get at that essence, as you were saying, but to get at what's really meaningful about that. And how do you want to use that in your life and to show up not perfect. But for me, that essence, it's try to be a little better every day. How can I show up and do a little better? What and whatever it is, whether it's showing up for this moment in time in history, 
or if it's showing up for myself or my family. And I think that you really hit on it, looking at what is what is truly what is truly in your heart and how can you use that to the questions to get at that and push yourself forward. Yeah. And I think, you know, I love when you um, referenced what's in your heart because that is part of the anchor is let's get really, really clear. Mm-hmm. Let's get really clear what that heart is speaking and what it stands for. And then what, you know, purposeful action comes forth yeah. from there. And so Lauren, it's a beautiful conversation and I want to just highlight a few things. I, one of the things you've said a few times is about coming back to what's really important to you and what your core values are. And, you know, for some people, those things are really clear and they know them. And for others, that's still a point of discovery. And it is moments like this that actually can help us discover them. Mm-hmm. Because we can start, if we really stop and pay attention and listen and see what bubbles up, we can start to get a little bit clearer about them. Um, and so I really love that you brought that and that you do connect it back to your heart and your essence needs to tell you right now who you are and that the anchor that people are going to find is the anchor that is within them. Because right now, it's not out there. Right? And that's the only thing you truly can control is what you're thinking and what your, rea- what your reactions are. It's the only thing you truly have control over in all the world, right? I always say it's, it's your mindset and it's how you want to show up. Everybody else, you might hope that they might do something, you know, in a certain way, but you can't control it. You can only control what's inside you. So, you know, asking yourself those very powerful questions that help you get at what can I control in this moment? How do I want to show up? That is your anchor. Yeah. And I want to highlight this last piece from what you said is that what can I control provides the safety, but how do I want to show up may lead us into a place that challenges us and creates some discomfort. And I really honestly want to say we should all be feeling discomfort right now. And if we're not feeling it, we should probably be going toward discomfort right now because there's not a single one of us that should be sitting in a place of comfort. This isn't that moment. And I always say, and I know my clients, if they were sitting here would say this mantra, right? I know we got to get comfortable in the uncomfortable, but yeah, we do. I was just writing about that today. (laughs) You know, it's time to show up and ask the questions and listen deeply. And that might mean that sometimes you get it wrong, but every time you get something wrong, you have the opportunity to listen and get educated and that get that much further along in the journey, that much closer to the truth. So um, we're going to close and just share about an exciting opportunity we've been crafting together just to let listeners know and tell you where you can get some more information about that. But Lauren, you and I have been thinking about this time and what is one of the offerings that we can put out there to help people who may feel a little storm tossed right now to find that anchor and also to get really clear about how they find their focus, how they find who they most want to be here. Mm -hmm. And so we've put together this program called Women Leading with Productive Curiosity. So from your vantage point, tell us a little bit about who that's for and what that's going to be about. So Women Leading with Productive Curiosity 
um, in particular, this program is, is five weeks from overwhelm to purposeful action, is for anybody who is looking to get in touch with that, per, with that personal leadership, what it means to, whether it's uh, to help yourself grow or to take a leadership position and help other people grow, how to distill down what is essential to you and helping you to define your personal question, your personal anchor in this storm and how you can use that powerful question, how you can use that anchor to move you forward in any situation, whether it's this situation or any situation going forward. So to uncover that heart, that essence. And I think this is the place where the personal and the professional leadership actually merge into one mm -hmm. because the days of, and I'm seeing it all over articles that we're reading too, that the days of like you show up one way at work and one way at home are like done, right? That there was a way that things worked. Well, now businesses are being called to task too, that they've got to work harder to get it right. Mm -hmm. And the integrity piece of leading is as important as the integrity piece of living. And I would even say the integrity part of loving, but we, you know, um, <laughs> but that we can't be splitting ourselves. We need to be true in what matters, what's important, who we are and how we're showing up. And so this women leading with productive curiosity is about understanding, I think, as you're saying that what's inside, because that's what I want to bring in and bring to the table, whether it's in my boardroom or in my living room. Right. That, that, that I know and I'm clear and that I can move from a state of overwhelm to suddenly getting very clear about who I am, what matters and what actions are most purposeful for me to be taking now, which is authenticity, right? Showing up as your authentic self, regardless of where it is that you're showing up, whether it is in your personal life or your professional life, showing up as that true self, that authentic true version of yourself regardless of where you are so i am totally excited because this is our first collaborative effort of a program together but i just want to tell listeners where they can get information about that program and so information is going to be available on the um, courage to be curious web um, linkedin page i'm sorry courage to be curious linkedin page and also will be on Instagram and Twitter and is also available to those on the Courage to be Curious mailing list. So if you're not on that and want to be getting information about it, couragetobecurious.com and you can sign up for the mailing list on the bottom third of the page. And it's also going to be offered through Lasting Change Wellness. So how would people find you there? Uh, Lasting Change Wellness on Facebook, Lasting Change Coach on Instagram, and Lauren Yellen-Weinberg on LinkedIn. Beautiful. And because you are a podcast listener, I am going to give this away to you today that there is a 20% discount that we have available to give out. And because you're listening to today's episode, that if you register that and you put in the code ACTION20, that you can get 20% off the price that is there. So we're giving that away to our podcast listeners today. The program does start on June 22nd, and there are two options of times, an early morning time and an afternoon time, which you'll see when you sign up. And we're looking forward. I mean, we really, it's part of, I think, the way we're expressing our mission is to really help people take steps to being as courageous and as anchored as they can be in this time, because we need everybody's voice and everybody's impact 
um, to come forward. So thank you so much for getting on to have this conversation today. It was my absolute pleasure. It was a beautiful conversation. Thank you. All right. So that is a call to action. Join us, but also stay with us throughout the month of June when we're going to have a number of podcasts on on topics really relevant to where we are socially in uh, the country right now and the issues that we're facing and some wonderful guests that are coming in the month of June. So stay with us. And we look forward to keep getting curious and wondering our way to Brilliant Together. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to experience the full game-changing potential of the questions we explore, be sure to add your name to our mailing list at www.couragetobecurious.com. Our subscribers receive weekly notification of the podcast, along with specific tools for using these questions on a daily and weekly basis to create positive and powerful impact. As always, the questions we explore on the podcast can be found in our Live, Lead, and Love with the Courage to be Curious card decks that are available at liveleadlovecourageously.com. And if you're interested in harnessing the power of productive curiosity for your company or organization, contact us about scheduling a professional development experience. In the meantime, keep wondering your way to brilliance.